Curtain Jerks on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Brett Gannell. And we are comedians working in Hollywood, California, and we are gigantic wrestling fans, and we are no longer in the same headquarters that we were in, gentlemen. No, we moved. The new recording studios. Comedy Podcast Network World Headquarters is Version 2.0. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and way uh, more gaudy than it yeah, was before. Yeah. Look at this tablecloth. This tablecloth is a metallic zebra. I, oh, I think actually it's a black tiger with silver stripes. Well, when you move from the 30th floor of a high rise to the penthouse of a different high rise, you got to step it up. Yeah. That's why the audio quality sounds so crisp. Yeah. There will be a picture of this tablecloth that will be posted on our Facebook page. Yes, I think that's exactly what the listeners want to see when it comes to our voices. And you practically blend in with it with your gaudy shirt. No, I think this gaudy shirt actually makes an optical illusion, guys. Please don't get uh, this tablecloth is something that Brutus the barber beefcake would wear. Yeah, and not much. Yeah, because if I was a wrestler, these would be my uh, these would be my trunks. Well, they're pretty much shy right now. Yeah, that's what I'm wearing. I'm just wearing trunks, guys. Speaking of being (laughs) worn by something, we're sponsored today by Audible.com. Go to uh, audible.com and get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. There's over 100,000 titles to choose from. That's a lot. We only had one tablecloth to choose from, guys. And yeah, and we have it. But if only a- there was an audible for tablecloths. If only there were 999,999 more tablecloths to choose from. I like the sound of that. God, I'd be a happy camper. Me too. Also, I wouldn't be able to see through this glass table. <laughs> What are those? Well, I forgot about these. Also, I just, yeah, so there's over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So get your free audiobook now. Uh, Brett has just revealed something amazing while Scott was doing that. I uh, think he pulled, our due diligence. When I we were doing our Brett pre-show. pulled out rubbers uh, from his pocket <laughs> that giant, had Hulk Hogan yeah, on them. Giant rectangular condoms. Uh, when we were doing our pre-show prep, I completely forgot I had these in my pocket. Protection is key. I oh, have. my God. You want these, to be safe all the time. What are they? Tell, tell the audience what they are. These, these are rubbers. These are, are clearly rubbers. original issued WrestleMania three WWF Tops Trading Cards from 1987. Still in the package. Wax still wrapper. sealed. Uh, it looks, Hogan looks like he's doing the Heisman uh, mm-hmm. stance. Uh, a good friend of mine from back in Detroit, Heisman Mikey Wilson. Stance. Hold on. Uh, the Heisman stance? Yeah, he's doing his pose. That's the Heisman stance. No, he's too, oh, geez. A good friend of mine from Detroit, Mikey Wilson, sent these to me. He's like, I thought you would appreciate these. Sent them to me unopened, so I thought we could open them on the show and see what was hey, in that's, uh, There's tops. one stick of bubblegum each, so that means we can each have, uh, let's see, two to my three. We can each have some terrible gum from the past. 20, 27 years plus? I uh, yeah, I, I, can, I can tell you right now from a guy that uh, ate gum a little bit ago that was 23 years old. I don't recommend it. I will do it, but okay. I don't recommend it. Uh, 1987. These are from 1987. Oh, so this would be 25-year-old gum. Yeah. 20s. Yeah, 25. Right? 25 years old. 23-year-old gum, no good. So two, that two years is actually what – it's like a fine wine. Scott. Yeah, it goes yeah. back to being good. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, because when I opened up some Batman trading cards recently, uh, the, it was not good. Uh, Michael Keaton Batman, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, I'm real excited to dive into those. All right. Well, we'll we'll get to that. Hey, relax, guys. The There's BHT to maintain free freshness. Free to freshness. <laughs> to maintain freshness. free to freshness. Free to freshness. That failed TNA knockout. Uh, well, guys, big news. Uh, we were gone because we had we had a two part SummerSlam episode, so that knocked us out last week. And there was a lot of news that happened, but something big happened. It was Cameron? 
Cameron, the Funkadactyl, got a DUI. Uh, uh, yeah, from Wells Fargo. That's where she she interns, right? She interns at Wells Fargo when she's not working yeah, yeah, in yeah. WWE. Lovely I mean, dancer. Are you plugging your bank? Well, if if you, you were to ask you Cameron where she would work, I think she would tell you that she works at Wells Fargo. Is that what she said? Yeah. This is from the police report, right? When she was pulled over, and she was w- said that she when worked I at Wells Fargo. When I have my conversations with her, too, she's told me that she works at Wells Fargo. <laughs> Brett, you, you're in a relationship. You should stop hitting on her. Uh, well, you know, she's a fantastic. <laughs> well, <laughs> we always call Brodus Clay's mama when something happens with him, but I thought on this occasion we should call Cameron's mama. That's right. We do have the WWE uh, Facebook little manual that has all for all the un- incoming freshmen. Little Manuel. Little Manuel. Mm-hmm. So we can just call up her mama. I think we have her home phone number. Yeah. I, I said we give her a call right now and, and check in to see how she's doing with all this. All right. See how she's doing with the news because that's devastating. All right. I'm dialing, guys. Oh, what's her, what's her mom's name? Oh, God, this uh, is going well, to be We've never called Brothers Clay's mama by her name. I, all right. So just Cameron's mama? Yeah, just say hi. God, I hope that's not rude. I, do, I have a really bad track record with these mamas. It's ringing a long time. Hello? Uh, hi, uh, Cameron's mama. This is Curtain Jerks. We just wanted to call. Are you Cameron's mama? I'm Cameron's mama. Mm-hmm. The mother of one of the funkad- Funkadactyls. That's right, the Funkadactyl mama. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. H- how are you today? Um, We're good. How is everything going How, how is Cameron? Oh, everything is splendid. Cameron's doing wonderful. She is so energetic these days. It's, it's you know, she's so wide-eyed and so happy. Um, I, I guess I have to ask the question, is she home right now? Was she home right now? Well, yeah. well, yes, she happens to be home right now. I mean, she just said she had the day off today, so we're just happy. We're just hanging out. Well, I'm hanging out with Brodus Clay's mama. We're playing a game of bridge. Well, I'll get to that in a second. How wide-eyed is she? Is her? Would you say that her pupils are pretty wide also? Well, yes, but I think she said she had a bit of a cold. Some gave it a little stress. It's stressful to be dancing all that much. Yeah, well, I you think... Know, it- do you dance for a living? Uh, no, I don't. You don't dance for a living. No, I. You don't know what I'm talking about. I I live to dance, but I don't dance. Cameron's for a mama. What if I just did a quick word association? If I said Wells Fargo to you, what would that make you think of? Great savings. They have a wonderful <laughs> savings program uh-huh. that if you if you have a checking account, you get a savings account for free. Uh, Cameron's mom, I feel like we're skirting the epi- uh, the the issue here. What you say? Well, <laughs> Cameron's mom, I feel like we're skirting. You're trying to get on my skirt. Down. Who you on the? F- who you on the phone with? Oh, bro, this mama. Hey, hey, Cameron. Just grab mama. the other landline and just get in on this. Okay, hold on. Hey, will you do me a second, Cameron, mama? Would you just mute your phone for a second? You want me to mute my phone? Mute your phone for a second. That means I can't speak. I can still hear. Well, then move the phone cradle away from your face. I will move the phone cradle away from my face. I'll put it next to my ear where okay. it's been. Okay. Now don't you cheat at our bridge game. I just need to talk to these boys for one second. All right, I'm getting kicked off. Steve sees, is that you, you motherfucker? Hey, Brodus Clay's mama, please. I just wanted to do a little bit of investigative journalism. I'm sorry for whatever thing I've done in the past. I'm glad that you're playing bridge right now. Cameron's mama don't know what happened to her daughter. I, I was just about to ask her, uh, what about her DUI? You're going to that bridge! I uh! know <laughs> you're going to break it to her like this? I... I'm a journalist. I don't know what else I'm supposed to do. I just wanted to ask her, how does she feel about Cameron's DUI? Steve sees if you treat her bad, I'm going to come through this phone and whip her your ass. Brodus Clay's mama, that's perfectly justifiable. Okay. I will handle this with respect right, and Get dignity. on the phone, Cameron's mama. All right, I hit bridge. All right, uh, so Cameron's mama, how do you feel about Cameron's DUI? 
She what are you talking about? She was recently pulled over, and yeah. she had a DUI, and she claimed that she was with Wells Fargo. She claimed that she worked for Wells Fargo. She got a DUI? Mm-hmm. She was dancing under the influence? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I, oh, Lord, I, I wish that was it. Oh, Lord, she was dancing under the no, influence. Cameron's Who did this? Randy Orton? No, Cameron's... Who was Randy Orton? <laughs> no, Randy Orton. She's supposed to be dancing under the influence. She can lose her job. Cameron's mom, I believe that she's suspended right now, so maybe that's why she's home. Just, I think she's got a very bright future. This is her first strike. I think she's got a lot of opportunities ahead of her. Hey, Mama, who are you on the phone with? Baby, you're going to get struck by my hand. Oh, no. <laughs> You Ladies, please, ladies. Brodus Clay's mama, do something. Are you there? Who is this? Down in this, Steve Sears. I didn't Who do are it. you? Your name's Steve Sears? Steve Sears, you go suck a dick? No, come oh, on. I'm hanging out. Oh, God. I hope that doesn't Look take off. what you did. What did you do? Gentlemen, I, God, I just wanted to do a little bit of drama. I how to play bridge online. Yeah, I was about to ask <laughs> those, those ladies how do they play bridge because I don't think they know how to play it. Oh. You're starting wars. I'm not. I didn't. I was completely unintentional. It was like an episode of Hamlet. If that was a TV show, your podcast journalism is hateful. It's not hateful. <laughs> it just always seems to get me in trouble. Oh Lord, we're well, in trouble. Well, now let's. Uh, we've been doing a segment because the WWE is so big on touts. They mm-hmm. love touts, and uh, they have a lot. They get them sent to them all the time, and they have rejected touts, which we get, and then we play them on the air. So uh, we Scott have... is always very fond of bringing up the gentleman who has to go through the entire tout like yeah. onslaught like, that comes in. Sure, there's thousands, but there. you have to. He has to pick the ones that are TV worthy. So mm-hmm. on, when he gets all those rejected ones, he doesn't know what to do. Puts them on his. I'm surprised drive, that guy's not up. dead. I'm surprised that guy did not take a shotgun to his face an hour into the job and just shoot him. Well, which, well, I think he'd somehow get an intern to tout it and then make sure that goes on the air in case that does happen. Yeah. Well, hey guys, suicide isn't funny. Well, I'll play one right now uh, that's uh, that's ready to go. So we'll play this rejected tap. Uh, hey guys, uh, this the I'm a huge WWFE fan. Uh, some of my favorites are Hulk Flair and uh, Macho Man Randy Martell. <laughs> I am Democratic uh, candidate Chris Murphy, Democrat out of Connecticut, and I approve this message. Uh, with me being such a huge WWE fan, I hope that you would vote for me uh, instead of Linda McMahon because she sucks. Oh, whoa! Mm. Getting a little testy there at the end. Oh, wow, yeah. you know what's funny? I don't think a lot of people know who Chris Murphy is. I'm sure they know about Linda McMahon and the uh, yeah. Senate race, but it's good to know who her opponent. Yeah, it is. looks like her opponent was taking to the the WWE airwaves and trying to get elected that way. I'm glad that he really took her to task with his uh, vast knowledge of, of the 80s WWE. I love he, Macho Man uh, Randy Martell. Yeah. He's good. That's a good mashup. Uh, guys. Like Dark Claw. <laughs> <laughs> I think TNA has tipped their hand. Uh, oh. How do you say, Scott? Aces and eights. Uh, it might be uh, solidified that Luke Gallows is a member because he's recently signed a contract with... TNA. This is great because the mystery of Aces and Eights only deepens and winds and twisted a labyrinthian style of biker gangs turned wrestlers. But now we know, wait, yeah. now we know the identity of one of them. One and, of them. But we the suspect, first to fall, yeah. Brett. The first to fall in this vast conspiracy. Who knows who will sign a contract next with TNA to then be a member of Aces and Eights? Joey Mercury. And then who will <laughs> sign a contract? Who is next? Uh, Slick. Oh, oh god, that'd be great. That'd be really. <laughs> hey, uh, have you guys noticed if there was any people of color in Aces and Apes? 
I mean, I know they're wearing masks. Uh, yes, because there are people that are covered from head to toe. Like so, hands, neck, everything. So you assume so, that that's a person, like, even though it's a biker gang, that it's a multi-ethnic biker gang? We've suspected yeah. that D'Lo Brown is one of them already, correct? Uh, I don't think on the show yet, no. Right. But we have our, we have our suspicions, right, but, guys? Yes, a peanut head gentleman <laughs> with a really <laughs> wide upper torso. Yeah, could be D'Lo Brown. I thought that was Bully Ray. He's busy. He's he's busy being bully race. Dude. What the hell are you talking about? Uh-oh. Oh, bully race here. You think I'm one of the aces and eights? I ought to smack your stupid face. Hey, look, hey, look, hey, hey, hey. I was Ray. interested we're, in buying your T-shirt. Look, we're, we, we're not oh, up, good. We're not upset. We just we're happy that you're moving our refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> look at these calves, gentlemen. Look, I'm tweeting about it right now. Move in fridge, trending worldwide. Well, that's great. The fridge isn't moving though right now. Yeah, I'll say so those what the hell are you moving. talking about, Narva? Well, look, hey, uh, are you? I All guess- we're saying, what Scott's trying to say, is that if you got super terrified by some sort of ghost or mutant, I if you jumped get into the terrified. air, but let me finish. If you jumped into the air and left in a puff of smoke and left a giant outline of yourself through the wall, of yourself in a running man motion. D'Lo Brown could fit through that same running man motion. You guys have the same body type. That is sound science. Is that not sound science? It sounds like a friggin' cartoon. Just like a cartoon science. Well, Bully Ray, I guess what's being asked of you is, are you in Aces and Eights? I am not in Aces and Eights. I've been beating those guys down every week. The hell are you talking about? Well, Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy managed to fight themselves as the conquistadors, so I don't see what the uh, – based on wrestling physics, I think it's very possible that you could, in fact, fight yourself as the leader of the Aces and Eights. Look, if I were to ever fight myself, that would be a pay-per-view match. People would have to pay to see it. Steve Sears. Oops, I can't interrupt, guys. It's me, the leader of Aces and Eights. Oh. I'm going to let you I'm talk to this, this guy. guy. All right, I'm, I'm gonna. gonna be- li- <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Li- All right, see. Okay. Right. They both just left. But that, <laughs> that was kind of, they were mirroring each, each other. Yeah, and then I they wanted left. to ask Bully Ray about Devon because Devon just left. He left TNA. Well, maybe Devon will come back and help move this fridge because <laughs> Bully Ray just left it in the middle of the fridge. This is halfway through. He left the fridge in the middle of the fridge. This sucks. We have three fridges, and they're all just inside of each other. (laughs) That is a time warp. That is the sort of thing that Aces and Eights is now capable of. I wanted to talk to that head of Aces and Eights for a little bit. Well, hold on. Bully, will you come back in the room for a second? It looks like you're just pouting in the corner. Is this pizza still good? Guys, look. We need to talk to you one one at a time, all right? Look, I was going to talk. All right, you talk first. Oh, you talk first. Okay, I'm the leader of Aces and Eights. You are? Yes. What's your name? The leader of Aces and Eights. Really? How are you going to sell t-shirts with that? Wade Barrett was the leader of Nexus, sold tons of t-shirts. We're not interested in selling t-shirts. We're interested in kicking the asses of TNA. I had to come over there and smack your face. Are you Bully Ray's father? Yes. (laughs) Dad? (laughs) Tom Ray. (laughs) <laughs> That's my dad, Tom. Nice to meet you. He's got calves bigger than mine. Look at these calves. I bring them with me. I keep a bell around them so they don't get lost. Oh, my God. I think you may have elephantitis. It's extremely painful. That's why you never see me standing up. I'm always at a table. Yeah, and you're in a wheelbarrow right now. All right, I got to move this fridge. Well, look, Bully Ray, I want to ask you about Devon. Devon just left TNA. The 
hell are you talking about? He's gone. He left. He's he a TV a... champion. That's the eighth most most respected title in professional wrestling. And he took it. He's taking... What the hell are you talking about? I'm, the hell I'm talking about is your brother has left the company. Your brother from another mother and maybe from Tom. I don't know. <laughs> oh, bully, don't cry. What are you talking about, dude? Don't cry, bully. Devon left. Don't cry, bully. He left without me. Come here, bully. Oh, Dad. Bring it in. Daddy. Bring it in. All right, I'm getting out of here. All right, well, if you could both uh, please move those three fridges we have. Are these right here? Yeah, there you have a hand cart. We put separate drinks for each one of us in this. Brett fills it up with Diet Mountain Dew. I put Pepsi in there, and Steve puts uh, bills. And your bills? There's a bunch of bills in here. <laughs> are these Steve's? Yeah, those are Steve's outstanding bills. <laughs> I'm going to move this with my son, Bully. Come on, Dad. Well, that's great. We're, when can we, we open these cards? I got it. Hold All on. right, I'm sorry. I'm just really excited to open these cards. Uh, well, Hulk Hogan looks terrified on this cover. Look how terrified he looks. Yeah, because you think he's doing the Heisman pose. I'm tweeting this right now. I'm taking a picture of it, and I'm tweeting it so people know. With, and That's, you'll also put get your the dick away. tablecloth away. Well, we brought a family back together, guys. And also what's being brought back is Stampede Wrestling by yeah. Bruce Hart. The, uh, the fifth most famous Hart sibling son. Number five. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about him except for I think I saw him at WrestleMania once. Does that sound right, guys? When you went to WrestleMania, Bruce Hart was there selling you popcorn? Actually, I think he was the guy trying to sell me tickets in the parking lot. <laughs> Bruce Hart, for those of you that are not familiar with the Hart family, is the one that thought he would be the star, the star wrestler. He was the It's older... never too late, Brett. Yeah. He's it's never older. too late. He's, I think he's maybe the third uh, oldest, and he was you know, doing big – Lots of work in Stampede back when it was getting started. Had took Brett under his wing, and Brett uh, far out surpassed him. Uh, Brett Gannell, how would I recognize him if he was on television? How would he, I know who Bruce is? He looks like... Like uh, a beach boy. Yeah, yeah. He actually really does. He always wears like big like uh, mirrored aviator glasses and like white, white graying hair. Uh, which beach boy? Um, Any of them. Yeah. <laughs> the one who lived... They're all alive. They're all, I think they're all alive. One of them the, looks all like the Beach Boys are not alive. One of them looks Many like Jabba the Hutt that was squished through a soda can. Is that Brian? If, I think that's Brian. If you were to see the Hart family on any sort of uh, television show that's aired nationally, Bruce would be the one trying to get into the camera shot every time. So he's he's always got a head popping yeah. in? Okay. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Is it going to happen? Will Stampede Wrestling come back in full force? Can I read you what he what he wants to do with it? I will allow it. Okay. Uh, I second it. Uh, so he's trying to get Stampede Wrestling back to on television in Canada. And uh, what he is quoted as saying was Stampede was sort of like two guys going at it and a lot more action than talk. And WWE is about 60% talk and about 40% action. Not all that spectacular either, Hart said. They noted that Hart has put out a casting call to wrestlers and supporting characters to fill the show in addition to training wrestlers. Supporting characters. Supporting characters. That's us. Yeah. Wrestling personalities. I think we should work for Stampede. Uh, in what capacity? Uh, oh, you negotiating right characters. now? No, 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 no. I, if I could just have these papers looked over by my lawyer, I'll get back to you. Those guys. are your bills. Oh, shit. <laughs> and they are legal. Are they? Yeah, um, legally binding. Yeah. Well, since Steve can't seem to focus at all, I guess it's time to open up these cards. 
Yeah, let's do it. No, I guys, Stampede Wrestling. Good luck, Bruce Hart. It'd be nice to have Stampede Wrestling. Do, but will we get it in the States, or will it only be a Canada show? I wouldn't be surprised if it was on the internets. Yeah, you could probably see it on the internets. Probably. The Canada, only way Canada's it would take good with off, that sort of stuff. The only way it would take off is if they brought Dynamite back. <laughs> is that possible? Not to wrestle as a supporting For character. a public execution. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He would need to be a supporting character. Good God. A commentator. Boy, this is all bullshit, Yang. Was that lady? I'll hit her. Yeah, just leave all shotguns and drugs away from him. <laughs> well, speaking of shotguns and drugs, let's open up these cards from the 80s, huh, fellas? Yeah. God, I feel like Christmas. You want one? I don't. You feel like Christmas? I feel like I am the embodiment of Christmas. You open up. Thank back. you, Scott. Uh, I'll just and go. Brett will open up the other one. I'll start with a few things. Tops Chewing Gum Incorporated from Dur- Diarrhea, Pennsylvania. D U R Y E A. Diarrhea? Yep. Diarrhea. Uh, uh, made in Portland, US. Dextrose, corn syrup, gum based softeners, natural and artificial flavors, artificial colors, and BHT to maintain freshness. Thank you for opening up the pack, Brett. And please let us know what the cards are inside, other than Steve reading. I wanted to read the ingredients so I can play the, the, play with the big boys. Here's the gum if you're interested. In 25 years, the gum is not held together in one piece. That's uh, a small That's thing. why 23 year gum does. Liquify. Oh my god, still tastes like gum though. Ooh. Oh, God. Turning nope. into liquid, right? It just turned to chalk. Yep. This is terrible. Yep. <laughs> hey, I got a piece of Hogan. Oh, God. Who is Scare Tactics? He looks like Humongous from... Uh, okay, you're oh, doing that's this demolition. Way. You gotta... Oh, you know what? Here, we've got the exact same wow, card guys, on the top of each one. You guys open up the, two different packs Excuse me. from the 80s. And <laughs> Steve... Yeah. All right, let me explain what's going on. Steve is vomited. Steve doesn't uh, is not aware that we're doing a podcast and what's going on. Steve ate the 25-year-old gum, which I'll put in a plug. Check out Scott vs. Box on YouTube and the Batman trading cards, and you'll see me open up the gum on camera. It liquefies in your mouth and turns into a disgusting, chalky liquid that won't leave your uh, mouth for the rest of the day. <laughs> Steve's going to be tasting that the entire day, and he's currently rinsing out his mouth right now. Uh, he walked past all the fridges, and if you throw up in that sink, Hogan's gonna be pissed. Oh, sorry, guys. Ugh. And meanwhile, Steve and Brett had opened up the cards, and the the they had the same card of is that axe or smash? Uh, well, it's hard to say from that angle. Probably says on the back, right? Nope, it yeah. doesn't. It says it says on the back. Demolition looks so scary, this tag team psychs out opponents. The, the, the picture is just of one of them in the full Beastmaster garb. Oh, and one of them is bending over in the background, if you look. Oh, I think yeah. that's to uh, uh, Curry. I can't even can't finish the sentence. I told you. I, uh, thought I just wanted to be like you, Scott, and I couldn't handle it. Shouldn't have done it now. So the cards I have in mind, other than that first one that we both had of Demolition, and let's hope that not all of these are the same, is uh, the original Olympian wrestler, uh, Mr. Ken Patera, in the wrestling singlet, uh, pre-him dyeing his hair, uh, bleaching it blonde. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a great card. The Honky Tonk Man. In these ones, they had the sticker where the back of it became a much bigger picture. Which was awesome. A so puzzle piece. You have the Honky Talk Man as a sticker, but then if you would flip that over uh, and you got all the different packs and stuff, then that would make a picture. I think it was Hulk Hogan. I think so. I've got one. Yeah. Uh, and I had that. Okay, uh, so we got Honky Talk Man. We have the champ in the ring, which is Hogan, and he's wearing the Hulk? 86. Uh, yeah, Hulk Hogan. Oh, Hulk Hogan. Okay, I thought it might have been Nick. 
8687 championship belt. That's your with, favorite uh, belt. Which I, it's my favorite belt, and I also own a replica of this belt. That, that's what you use to keep your pants up. That's why I wear it all the time. Your belt loops are gigantic. They are. They are. So that's the belt in its prime mm-hmm. of my favorite wrestling belt. Resting on Hogan's junk. Which is... I was about looking, to say, the whole thing's shaped like a giant uh, eggplant. Looking a plentiful. Eggplant. Uh, then we've got Brett the Hitman Hart uh, in with the World Tag Team Championship belt and the Bruce Hart mirrored aviator glasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gimmick the, stealing. Hercules. Uh, I loved this guy back in the day. Hercules Hernandez. Describe the picture. Uh, I wish you had that hair, Brett. I wish you had Hercules' hair. Hercules is uh, in his classic black trunks, and he's got the the chain wrapped around him, and Bobby the Brain Heenan's behind him in a sequined red jacket. Describe the hair. Like, if you moved your head too quickly and you had that hair, what would it taste like? Uh, (laughs) Probably some sort of a a grease or a uh, 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 intense hair product, perm stuff. I don't know. It's heavily permed. Let's just say that. Then we've got... Just like a real barbarian, heavily permed hair. The Rougeau brothers... uh, Putting on one of their moves onto somebody. The natural butchery. You mean they're hitting on someone, right? No. Look, it's the last card is Brett's favorite. Uh, the Killer Bees. Yeah, look yeah. at those uniforms. Wonderful tag team. Ready to sting, it says. Uh, oh, on the back, it says the Killer Bees are ready to buzz into an opposing tag team. Classic uh, uniforms. Uh, black and yellow trunks. They perfectly match each other. Ready to fix some roads. And then Tito Santana... Uh, flipping over dangerous Danny Davis is the final card. I or is he flipping under him? Ooh, luchador. Yes. What do you got there, Steve? I've got scare tactics. He doesn't know who these guys I are. I don't know right? who that is. I've got Outback Jack. Here's how we keep in shape in the Outback, Mate. What is And it's picture? a picture of Outback Jack. Uh, looks like he's strangling a water buffalo. What do you guys think about that? What do you? How would you describe that? Uh, I'd say he's making love to it. Uh, just sort of bringing his head back to admire the water buffalo before making another kiss. Isn't that what you do? That's how I do it. If hold their ears down and then go back to look and then go in for the kiss? Yeah. Well, That's buffaloes romantic. are tough blokes. I figure that I can pin one of them. Well, mate, I can pin a lot of blokes to the WWF. Nice. And then we got a double drop kick by two Asian guys in white trunks. Uh, oh, the can and Asian connection. And that uh, Rick Martell and Tom Zink. Wow, you knew this before mm-hmm. the rest. Yeah, Strike Force, yeah. not Asian guys. Uh, I'm sorry, it was the dark hair that threw me off. Is it can am connection or is it you No, know, it's can am connection. Then that's Rick oh, okay. Martell and Tom Zink. Strike a double drop kick. Mm-hmm. Uh, who Who is he knocking out? Can you tell just based on that picture? Uh, looks like Ivan Koloff. Ah, he's good. Ooh, I've got American Maid, Hulk Hogan, waving the old American flag. Uh, it is old. That's a 1986 flag now. Really? God, you can tell by the stars, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cheering him on to another victory. Screw We've got you, Pennsylvania. Spoiling for a fight. The Islanders, Haku and Tama. Ooh, I love them. Yeah? Oh, that was a good tag team back then. What, describe what they're wearing. Uh, island gear. They're both wearing uh, multicolored island three-quarter trunks. Fluorescent. Uh, three, Fluorescent pink Fluorescent. and blue. Uh, and they're wearing like shelled headbands and uh, shelled necklaces. Definitely Cubist. Yeah. Very island. Awesome. Very island. Ready to strike? Jake the Snake. Oh, good. Good. Uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. King Harley Race. Mm-hmm. Uh, heading for the ring. Who is that? Who is this? Uh, Move it more <laughs> sporadically. Coco Beware. Yeah, that's the guy you never know who it is. Hey, you know what, guys? Can I keep this picture just yeah. so I know what he looks like? That's Definitely. a card. <laughs> it's a picture. It's, not a, it's picture. a picture on a card. Yeah, it's a picture. It's, it's a trading go, card. Yeah, it's a trading card, which is a picture. 
<laughs> guys, if you guys had trading cards, I'd call them pictures and keep them in my wallet because you're that close to me. And last is, hey, Coco, beware. Yeah. <laughs> it's the nice. sticker. It's Why don't sticker. you keep that one? Why? Because, because it's, a, it's sticker? a sticker. I can't. And you can put it on your car. Maybe I will. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that, guys. Well, that was that's exciting. This these are probably all worth upwards of what buck twenty five, uh, and probably worthless since we opened them. <laughs> Listeners, think... thank you on go, going on that visual journey with us. Thank you, uh, Mikey Wilson. Mikey Wilson, yes, Mikey Wilson. Uh, well, I you had brought out these cards, Brett, and it was so exciting that I forgot the announcement at the top of the show because you you, you stupefied me. Mm. There is an announcement of we have a very special guest next week on the show. Very exciting. Yes. Do you know who it is? I think I do. Do you know who it is? I don't know. Well, I'm not going to reveal it yet, so you have to keep listening. Wow, that's quite a tease. Yeah, it is a tease in the middle of the show to okay. then have That's it like, you know what? That's like showing so much the first 40 minutes of movie and then going to blank and saying the title sequence. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> you know who it is? No, who is uh, it? Well, I, we got another rejected town we got to play. Ah. ah. So uh, here it is. Here's another rejected tout. Hey, I just wanted to call with my phone and show a picture of myself to the WWE and say, guys, this is what a real Zack Ryder fan looks like. This is somebody who can really stand tall. If I could get out of this chair, I'd tell everybody to get it with the program that Zack Ryder is the Wow, that guy was 800 pounds. Oh, he's soon to be bedridden. He's not going to be getting out of that chair much longer. Apparently, he's got more touts, but he just keeps going. It's sort of like tout longer, but instead of for Twitter, it's for tout. Talk about the voice not matching the body. I mean, well, 800 pounds. He looked like that uh, big fat blob and blade. Remember? <laughs> yeah, oh, the yeah, librarian. That's, yeah, no. that's yeah. what he looked like. Oh, that was creepy. I, I or Pizza the Hut if they put a Lake Tech skin all over him. If his or fa- Brian Wilson if you hadn't gone through a coffee can. His face, I don't know if it was just red or if it was just the zits covering it, but that kid was in bad shape. Hey, Brett, acne affects a lot of people, me being one of them. <laughs> Speaking of affecting a lot of people, AW. Uh, uh, AW has been going on rants on Twitter ever since he's been fired and just been on a tirade. The man's got a lot to say, and we had him on the show just before he got fired. I don't know if it was the comments that he made on our show. that controversial. Very controversial. Very controversial. And we've had his – he touted uh, a week or two ago, and so I thought we'd get him back on the show to get his opinions on what's going on. Maybe clear the air on some stuff. He's actually here. Is he here? Yeah, yeah. He's been uh, standing out on the front of Comedy Podcast Network World Headquarters just shouting obscenities at people that pass by. Oh, man. He's just talking to everybody. I mean, I thought that was an act. I thought he was just doing it for the publicity. I had no idea he was so angry. Oh, there he is. He's wearing his headset still. Oh, yeah. Come on in, AJ. Are you hearing me? I bet yeah. you can hear me now. Yeah. Yeah. Have uh, a seat, buddy. Uh, did you pay for that? Is it, Did you steal that from the WWE, that headset? What, this headset right here? Yeah. This headset right here. Yes, AW. No, I had to give that other one back. I got this from the Radio Shack. Oh. <laughs> okay, good, good. So you had Where to give Where services me... state of the art. That's uh, Circuit City. Is it? Yeah. Uh, I think they do it better. <laughs> do they? You had to give your zip code for that, though. Oh, I don't want people to know where I live. I used to work at Radio Shack, AW. Really? I did. You look like a Radio Shack kind of guy. Hey. What? That's not cool. That was a compliment. Was it? Yeah, brother, come You're on. You're making a lot of enemies, AW. Hey, am I making enemies or am I just saying it how it is and telling it and then people are going to bite me in the ass because I'm telling it like the truth? I don't want people to get all in my face because I'm the person who doesn't know what's going on. Wow. <laughs> you don't want the <laughs> pussy face in what's going on? What? I thought you said pussy face. No. 
Did I say pussy face? I don't know if it's just the Radio Shack microphone, but for some reason, you're getting real muffled. Yeah, sorry. Sometimes there's a little bit of distortion because I got this. You guys got your microphones. Hey, thanks a lot for having me on the show. Are you mad at Vince McMahon for firing you? Hey, man, I'm not mad at Vince McMahon. I'm furious at McMahon because McMahon has got a lot of problems out there, man. That microphone just... Could you just move the microphone away from your mouth? I can't. It is attached to my face, Brett Gennel. (laughs) So you're saying you're furious at... McMahon? I'm a furious at the principle of man because this is how things are going to go. They're going to fire me for making controversial statements, but then I'm supporting Linda McMahon. How's that supposed to work, right? I'm, I'm a company man. I'm helping people. I'm helping the company. And then they're going to go and have Randy Orton smoke weed and get responded for 30 days. And then everybody's going to get in my face about it. All right? It's hashtag the truth, guys. Hashtag the truth. Ron Killings? Yeah. Our truth? No, just me. Wait. I think I think the the association is is that you did something very controversial and then you're supporting somebody that they would like to distance from that. Do you do you understand? Man, that's that? just character murder by association. Uh, well, what are some of your other beliefs? Like what what are legalized rape? Whoa, <laughs> you want to legalize rape, aw? I don't want to legalize it. I want to encourage it. And if that's a problem, man, feed the homeless. Wait. Okay, well that one's not bad. <laughs> Yeah. Is this your tactic of to to say something controversial and then say something really good so that way people will be on your side? That's Scott Nava from the Radio Shack. Why do you have to put a peg on it? Why do you have to put a lat bright on what I'm saying? Because uh, well, uh, I'm trying to figure out what you're saying. You you want to you want rape to be out there, but then at the same time. You want people to feed the homeless. What I want is the truth. I want people to be taken care of, you either want- forcefully or nutritionally. So you wanted people to <laughs> laugh at a Kobe Bryant joke, and then you also want people to support Linda. Yeah. That is what I said. I'm here to help people, all right? Now, if, what, if you could do one thing to help Linda McMahon's campaign, what would you do to help it, other than just a sounding board? I'd deny the Holocaust. That shit didn't happen. <laughs> That shit did not happen. And you know what else? Uh, yeah. Give benefits to veterans. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, AW, I mean, you have really powerful messages overall. I'm not going to deny that. They're, they're, they really reach a lot of people, but I don't think they reach everyone in the same way you want to reach them. If you're trying Brett to. Brett Novel, Brett Novel, Scott Novel, Brett Novel, Let me just. Can I play it straight with you guys for a little bit? Can please, I just play it please, straight? Please. I think you have been. Can but I play right. it straight? Yeah. Sure. I just want people to know the truth, all right? I'm BJ rated. I am rated BJ, all right? That's how, that's how I fly. That's how I fly this plane right into two buildings, okay? And I want everybody to know that if you're going to have stuff like that going on, then you got to somehow monitor the water supply, all right? Because you can't have too much fluoride in it. Well, okay. Right, so you, hmm. I, you brought me... up the September 11th tragedy along with making sure that we have clean water. Well, this, this I guess, brings me to asking about Primetime players are without you, right? So, I don't... Titus Young, Darren Neal. <laughs> Darren, Darren Young. Young. What? <laughs> Titus O'Neal. Titus O'Neal, Darren, Darren Young. Darren Young. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, uh, clearly it doesn't mean that much to you since you don't know their name. No, those are good guys. They're good guys. Good tag team. Oh. I think you're trying to go for too much controversy. You're talking September 11th and water supplies. You don't even care about the tag team that you're associated with. The what? Oh, boy. That is a slap in the face to those guys. All right, well, do you mind going back out to the curb? Yeah, can I take these chips with me? Yeah, you can take the chips. Thanks, brother. And this gum. Take all this gum with you. Oh, the, oh that's some good-looking gum. Thanks, it's God. Yeah, Scott Novel Brecken, I appreciate it. Hey, right, see if and if you're going to slam anything, slam the Sports 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 Podcast. Hey, that's a great show. Uh, is it? I don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew he didn't listen. A-W. Oh, man. 
Uh, well, we also, uh, friends of the show, Wrestling Memes, go to uh, check them out at facebook.com backslash wrestling memes and follow them on Twitter at wrestling underscore memes. We got our favorite wrestling memes of the week here, so let me show you guys here. Here's the first one. I knew you'd love this one, Brett. <laughs> this one's this one's tailor made for you. This yeah. is an image of who Sin is Cara. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in the perfect. He's in the right pose too. He's d- yeah, he's doing like the little uh, warm up jaunt that Brock Lesnar does. I'm glad mm-hmm. you called it a jaunt. That was the exact. Uh, can I interrupt you? That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> and it says botch Lesnar. Fantastic. Uh, second one we have here is the top one is Vince Russo's face with the Japanese uh, sunbeams. Yes, and it says, "So what we'll do is uh, take the title." And dot, the, dot, dot. The lower meme is then uh, a dog with the U.S. title <laughs> wrapped around it. It says, so what we'll do is take the title and put it on a golden Labrador retriever. God, that is an adorable that dog. That is a real cute that dog. That is a great looking dog. And it is a champion. It's too bad that it's living on that couch, though. <laughs> it's got to crash at somebody's place because there's a couch with a pillow on the back. Well, I think that dog could beat Antonio Cesaro. <laughs> I think that matchup could happen. And the last one we have here is... Uh, is uh, Austin Aries? <laughs> I totally forgot his name because I'm, I'm too. You were distracted. I'm I, too distracted I, by the fact that a grown man is wearing a cape and holding holding a gold belt, and it's one of those inspirational style black border posters. Yeah, and he's holding the TNA title above him, wearing a cape, and says, "Capes, if you can pull one off, you're probably awesome." I argue he doesn't pull that off too, by the way, because it's too short. It's I like, argue it, that he does pull it off, be- and the fact that it's so difficult is because it's so short. That is mm. a bath mat. That is yeah. a bath rug. Because <laughs> yeah. it's a perfect circle. It's shorter than Robin's cape, which yeah. already means mm-hmm. you're second fiddle and not as tough as Batman. So, like, it's weird. It's more like a shawl. The only time that it kind of gets pulled off is when I see the back of it, and it has something arrogant written on the back. Mm-hmm. But if not, it just looks like, like hey, the, he's got a piece of shiny lame. I his would back. say what Macho it's like man a kid putting a towel around his neck and just like I'm a Superman. Uh, I need man to vacuum that rug. Awesome cape. Yeah, that's yeah. huge. Yeah. It's, but that yeah. was a poncho. That was a shawl. He was it, wearing it tied in the middle, and it just hung down. It was like Batman's thing. It was just a so Macho full. Man. Yeah, it was a cloak, yeah. right? Yeah. That was yeah. gigantic. I like mm-hmm. the look. That was what uh, uh, Jay Lethal was wearing. He was wearing the uh, reflective one. Yeah, because right? yeah. he borrowed everything that Macho yeah. Man ever did and made famous. <laughs> hey, God, Lethal was so great, right? Yep. Yeah. Speaking of great, it's time for jerk tweets. Woo! Jerk, jerk, jerk your tweets. Tweeting, jerking. Every week, go to twitter.com uh, backslash curtain jerks and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. It's pretty cool that we got uh, Guar to do that jerk tweet song, huh? Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Although we're covered in piss. <laughs> not That's not cool. That's not piss. At Davy Camp says, oh, let me just say this real quick. Uh, that we have two tweets talking about NXT. So here, here we go. I'll, I'll kind of lump these together. At Davy Cam says, hey, curtain jerks, have you guys been watching NXT? If so, who have you been enjoying? Also, at Anil Sanger says, guys, did you know there was an NXT title and people actually fought for it? Well, I think I've learned a lot today. Yeah, me too. I am behind the times on NXT. I had no idea. I, I have not been watching NXT. I had heard about that the commentators were supposed to be JR and William Regal, which had intrigued yeah. me, but I didn't follow up on it. And I haven't watched it. Hey, how's the best way to watch NXT on the internet? I would assume I think so. that's the only way to watch it. Really? Or tape trading. Maybe you go on. Oh, God. Tape trading is so dangerous these days. <laughs> uh, just VHS is such a hard medium to you know travel in those circles. And it's just heavy. It weighs down. Yeah. It yeah. Costs and so if much you've got shipping. four, you've got that's like six pounds of tape to trade. So thank you, Davey Cam, and thank yeah. you, Anil Sanger. We'll do our homework, and we'll, yeah, we'll watch we'll take a look. NXT. You know they have that new Saturday morning 
TV show now? Saturday Slam. Slammer? Yeah. I, for some reason, my DVR wouldn't tape it. I set it up to tape it, and then it's like, Maybe nah, your DVR is trying to teach you something. Yeah. It's, you don't want to watch this. You yeah. don't want to watch this. I think you'd rather watch uh, repeats of news radio. Yeah. I, that's what it taped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the toaster in the kitchen. Feed me. At <laughs> uh, Rush says, can we have Steve's cousin Paul the Giant on more? I don't recall Paul the Giant. I th- I think I may have been gone. Paul White? Like the big show? Uh, guys, I'm high every episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, I tweeted back. I don't know who Paul the Giant is, but he said uh, he works at Home Depot, according to what Steve has established. I guess we should do some research in what we've been saying, because I know that it's the God honest gospel. Yes, you should, Steve. Yeah. Uh, and then he also says, who's a better director, Kubrick or Spielberg? I think it says Kubrick or Spielberg. Actually. All right. If you're going to be a, a total dick about it by not knowing your own lore of like your characters and then getting at them about spelling. I had to get on it because that was the only thing I recognized. I I apologize. At M. Rush. At Rush. Rush. No, it's Jesus. Rush. No, it's M. Rush. I remember this. Also, I should point out that uh, we're only making fun of the Polish because I'm Polish. Uh, I would have said Spielberg all the way up until the Crystal Skull, Indiana Jones. That really? Was, that was a mistake. Just so that, like that... hits across the board for Spielberg? <laughs> I, I mean, I've, I like his catalog of films. Well, it's you because... love Amistad the best. Oh, magical. <laughs> magical. I'm not gonna... Amistad and Eyes Wide Shut are your two <laughs> rival, <laughs> yeah. rival Those are two orgies, horses running neck and neck. Orgies and slavery are your yeah, two yeah, go-to. Yeah, those... Real just nail-biting ch- uh, yeah, trial scenes. Just golden cinema for me. Yeah, if you come out to uh, LA and you go to the new art, Brett uh, often has double features but it's the same two movies. I would argue that Spielberg wouldn't be the filmmaker he was if it wasn't for Kubrick because Kubrick was a filmmaker's filmmaker. Thief! (laughs) Saying he's a thief! He's a thief! But also, uh, you know, maybe yeah. Spielberg wouldn't be around if he was making movies uh, uncovering the Illuminati. Neither one so of them would that. be around if neither one of them made movies. That's true. That's <laughs> one yeah. way to put it. Think about that. I'll say this. A.W. would have loved this if you were still here. Yeah. Uh, Spielberg wouldn't have all these great movies if it wasn't for the Nazis. Well, there you go. Well, he was doing pretty well before. Mm, it would have been Jaws and then like, see you later, buddy. You don't think he would have just made Jaws a bunch of times? He'd made 1942. He did Indiana Jones. He did. Yeah, 1943. And it's because of the Nazis. If the Nazis weren't around, he wouldn't have that story. Oh, so you're saying that he's if he, heavily involved in the Nazis. He wouldn't been able to make the jump from Jaws to Indiana Jones without Nazis, having 1943. All that sweet Nazi money that he made was Animaniacs. 1943 was a flop. Yeah, but all the Indiana Jones movies. That's true. Who 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 would he be fighting? Yeah, exactly. Unions. At Z Shoe <laughs> says, "Who is your favorite wrestler that was born outside of the U.S. and why?" Hmm. I go with Ultimate Warrior. Was he born out of the U.S.? Uh, parts unknown, Brett. Oh, okay. I thought that was in that was I thought that was next to Death Valley. <laughs> uh, no, every you know where every part is in the U.S. Us Americans do, but outside of the U.S. Americans are totally ignorant, so it's clearly outside of the United is States. Is Kane still from Parts Unknown, or is he from Death Valley? I think he's from Hell, isn't he? Yeah. I believe he's from Hell. Um, I'd say Bret Hart, and uh, to be quite honest, I mean, I don't agree with his politics or his his uh, relationship uh, treatment of women, but Dynamite Kid, too. I used to love Dynamite <laughs> Kid growing up. I would say Chris Jericho. Yeah. Or Yoshitatsu. Chris Jericho was born in New York. What? Raised in Canada. Oh my God! I'm sorry, wrestling fans. I feel like I Yoshitatsu. <laughs> that's my backup. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's a jerk tweet. So every week, uh, send us your hashtag jerk tweets. Um, and we got where was Brock Lesnar born? Uh, Minnesota. 
That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have another rejected tout we have to play before we get to this last news item that we have. Uh, so let's go ahead and play that now. Hey, AJ. Look, I know that you's having trouble with all them boyfriends, but I just want to let you know I like crazy chicks too. I like them so much that I could put my mouth on yours and maybe we could make a baby and maybe I could put my... Ooh, Whoa. that one cut off. That was getting good. That guy started cutting himself. <laughs> oh, God, that was so... God. a lot of blood. That was like one. a Clive Barker short story. That was getting nasty. <laughs> well, we have one last story here. Uh, we, Brett has this very prestigious list. I don't think anybody could get this, Brett. Only no, your no, connections. No, yeah. My connections got this for me special. Uh, you, just the squeezed your, you just squeezed your bosom yeah, right there. I did. <laughs> Is that what you saw? I thought he squeezed his bicep. <laughs> we were both looking at him at the same time, and I couldn't figure what That's he was That's how squeezing. Brett got it. He shows up to these places to, as a podcast journalist and then just grabs a body part and squeezes I was the, the alternate of that story is either he's uh, you're intimidating people by squeezing the bicep, or you're seducing them by squeezing It's the a breast. little bit of both. But my my uh, connections at the right? IRS uh, provide me with this list. With uh, IRS or the IRS? Uh, w- with Erwin Scheister. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he provides me with this list that after this uh, formula of taking out taxes, fees, agents, lifestyle, all this other stuff, it came up with the richest professional wrestlers of all time. Wow. Of all time? Well, I guess currently, but I'd say the current wrestlers are – would have made way more money than any of the guys did. Can we take uh, can we take a crack at number one? Please take a crack at number one. Uh, Chief J. Strongwell. Nope. He must oh, own that a be, casino. He must be rich. He's an Indian. That, I think you mean the Chief J. Strongbow uh, uh, Trust, right? Trust. Yeah, because he's no longer with us. Yeah, so he's got to be... Nowhere on the list. Wow. Okay, all right. Uh, Mr. Perfect? The perfect investment firm? <laughs> Unfortunately, nowhere on the list. Gum removal? He didn't. He didn't remove a, a, a invent a fly swatter for gum that made there, millions. Uh, t- like twenty nine different wrestlers listed here. You guys have not hit. Are we gonna guess numbers. all of them? No, no. no. Just I, hit it. Hit it. Who's number one? Number one is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, Whoa. Okay. Net worth movie star. Seventy million dollars. U.S. Seventy million U.S. Yes. Holy. I guess he got paid for killing Osama bin Laden, being new before everybody else, right, guys? There is mm-hmm. a $35 million difference between one and two. Oh. So $35 million less money. Number two, yeah. David Arquette. Oh, classic wrestling superstar. Former WCW icon. champion. Yeah. Uh, weirdly enough, not on the list. What? But then Steve Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin is the, on the list at number two at $45 million. God, how boring would it be to watch like a show about them like having battling investments? Wouldn't that be terrible? That's $25 million, Brett. Uh, yeah, I'm not good at math. Uh, <laughs> there's a $10 million difference between two and three. <laughs> well, let's, think, let's, let's continue with this giant cash. Uh, Tatanka. Another Indian has to be totally not rich. Not on the list. Not on the list. That is Native no American. I believe he owns Pachanga in Temecula. Oh, does he? I, he must. He's an Indian. <laughs> a classic. <laughs> a gross generalization, my friend. Gross or gross. I'm sorry. I should say gross revenue in terms of finan- exactly. finances. A classic wrestler. And I'll even go as far as to say somebody that wrestled in the 80s doesn't even hit this list until 11. Okay. And that would be Brutus the Bar- Bret Hart, and that his net worth is fourteen million. Wow, that's surprising because Canada's dollars worth more than ours. Yeah, isn't it double? No, oh, it's about one and, and a half. Maybe right? fourteen million U.S. 
Then Edge's net worth is fourteen million. Brock Lesnar even after that, and a half even after that, after that movie with Jamie Kennedy. Uh, yeah, I think he's supposed to give ten million of that away though for that movie. <laughs> That's to pay people back. John Bradshaw Layfield's net worth, who is uh, nine million. That's it, it? What yeah. was he doing on uh, Fox News? Was he or was it C- C-SPAN? wrestling? CNBC. He was wrestling. Well, financial analyst, right? Uh, no, he was wrestling. He's a wrestler. Speaker. The best in the world hits the list at number nineteen with seven and a half million. Coco Beware. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or Best Sam Punk, uh, and then God, you know why? This you know why? Be, doesn't have a bar tab. This has got to be a real <laughs> uh, thorn in the side of the person he's been beating up the last couple. Oh, of the weeks. King of Kings, King of Kings, Jerry Lawler, <laughs> is uh, a half a million dollars poorer than CM Punk because he hits the list at seven. He has, he's the king he has of to buy all that though, candy. Right? Randy Orton, what candy? Six wait, wait, what candy? All that candy for the kids. And the uh, the <laughs> Mexican aristocrat hits this list at twenty two with only six million dollars. The Cito Santana. But in Mexico, that is a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, a lot of money. Well, and then here's the saddest story on this list. I actually think twenty three and twenty four are both the saddest story, even though they don't get into twenty four. Okay. But twenty three is Jack um, Bauer, friend of the show, Hulk Hogan. Uh, our our own uh, uh, friend or employee of the employee show. of yeah. the show. Hey, you don't want to you don't want to mix up that relationship. Have the professional relationship yeah. and the sort of a friend relationship. Five million dollars for the Hulkster, and this is the only one that had a brief story that broke off. Of we it. should sell some of these cards for him. Give him some cash. Definitely. Uh, and according to the article, Hogan eight, lost twenty five million dollars in his divorce from Linda. She was awarded 70% of the couple's assets, 40% stake in Hogan's company, six luxury cars, and millions more in property. So Hogan went from $30 million to $5 million. And then at $5 million right below him is Ric Flair, which we all know is uh, heavy spending due to styling and profiling. And divorcing again. The Miz, $5 mil, The Rowdy Roddy, $4 mil, And China is at the bottom of this list at 27 She's worth $1.5 I don't think that's dollars. I think that's how many dicks she's had in her since she started and, taping. Yeah, yeah. Yikes. Vince McMahon is, is definitely the top of the list, although it wasn't put that way at $500 million. And the Macho Man, uh, $8 million. Wow. Uh, his estate. Well, I think uh, – I, I know you didn't go through every single wrestler on that list, mm-hmm. but we have someone here that's, that's, uh, that says they have some insight on this list. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's a former rocker. Uh, everybody, please welcome uh, into the studio, uh, Marty Gennetti. Hi, guys. How you doing? Hey, Marty. Hey, what's up? Uh, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, you have insight onto this financial list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, what's What's the insight that you have for us, Marty? Well, the only reason I'm not on this list is because I chose not to be. I just uh, I I'd prefer to always stay back in the the shadows. I don't need to be the main uh, feature or tension or anything. Where would you have fit on what is that twenty seven? Uh, well, I'd have been a little bit lower than twenty seven. But if that like if this list went to a hundred and fifty, then I would be on that list. You would be on that list yeah. of the top one hundred fifty on the richest? top one hundred fifty richest. Wrestlers Wait, let me time. let me point out something right now to our listeners that they can't see this. That Marty, you you used to back in the day as the Rockers, you wore these tattered you know clothes that were very yeah. like cool. Mm-hmm. Cut them all up. Well, well, tassels. Right now, yeah, yeah. But right now, you're wearing uh, potato sacks that share the same uh, yeah. sort of look. That mm-hmm. they're tattered up and. I am starting a new clothing trend, uh, and it is potato sacks cut into Rocker uh, tag team uniforms. Uh, Without it, all the color, because the earth tones are in now. So. It gives me the impression that you don't have a lot of money. 
Uh, well, that, that is, is that looks incredibly coarse. Why aren't you scratching it, yourself? It is the the skin under this is chafed horribly. Uh, it hurts, um, but it is. I'm a slave to fashion, so that's why I'm doing it. Oh. Do you guys have any change that I can invest for you? Is that what that cup is? Mm-hmm. Is that what that cup is? This that says cup tag is team fund. Money? Tag team fund. I am investing in a new tag team fund, and I just well your donations. I promise a six hundred thousand. Oh. Uh, million dollar return on your investment. Oh boy, I, I feel bad. I don't have any change on me. I'm so sorry. No change. Here, do you want to take one of these cards? Do you want to take this Hercules card? I would. D- oh God, do you think that's worth something? No, I don't. Uh, okay. I, this is all I've got. Is this okay? Yeah, please drop it in. Thank you very much. Uh, do you still want that coffee? Uh, that's fine. I'll still drink it. <laughs> all right. Uh, Marty, uh, what, what, how do you have this insight? Do you, do you, did you make some by, bad financial? decisions bad bad it should be great because he's doing so well yeah, right? yeah. no i did great okay just, let me just give you an uh, idea are you of, wearing underwear uh, no uh <laughs> let, let me just give you the idea of some of the investment opportunities i gave some of my friends okay uh years ago i had told sean michaels i said sean you should wrestle on your by yourself <laughs> and i think we're both gonna have singles careers so you go do your thing i'll do mine he is on this list at number eight. He so is worth $17 million. You're saying you're responsible for making Sean $17 million. Mm, I, I believe so. And one of these days, he will return the favor. I'm uh, sure. Would that be a check, a COD, or would it be just a Casio watch? A handshake? Uh, I'm hoping a money order of some kind. Uh, Amazon H, gift card. You seem to have a sundial strapped to your wrist. Yeah, That's not that, a watch. It, no. Yeah. How it, does that it, work indoors? It doesn't tell accurate time. Uh, Triple H is that network. cheese on the blade of that uh, cheese? Sundial? Is it cheese on there? Yeah, were you using it yeah. to cut stuff? Is it a mozzarella? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's lunch after I'm done here. <laughs> Net, uh, Triple H is on this list at 25 million. It was my idea. I said, hey guys, we should come up with a new uh, faction and we should call it DX. And could I be part of it? You came up with the yeah, idea for DX. And they DX. said, no, you can't be a part of it, but yes, we will run with that idea. Oh, oh, let me what? guess that you said, uh, oh, yeah, then suck it. And then they ran with that, too. Yeah. Yeah. And then I did really the cross hand cross over my crotch and they took that, too, because you had a burning sensation due to yes. the rags you're wearing. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like I'm feeding you answers. It seems like that I whatever I say, you say, yes, I came up with all this stuff. I very agreeable <laughs> <laughs> if I could have more change for my investment. Uh, I gave you everything. Let me let me ask you this: Is is Undertaker on this list? Undertaker is on this list. Uh, then how did you influence the Undertaker to have so much money? Uh, I told him that he should go back to being the Undertaker after the American Badass gimmick. Uh, I'm not ever gonna forgive you for that. Yeah, screw you, man. Okay. Uh, the American Sorry. Badass gimmick was fucking amazing. Okay, well, look, not everybody else liked it. Look, we have a dented can of kidney beans if you want it. I'll take it. Uh, but if it's bloated at the top and it makes a hissing noise when you open it, that could be botulism. So please be careful. I'll still eat it. <laughs> Thank you, Marty. Right, thanks, guys. Can I sleep in one of these rooms? No. No. Okay. I'll see you. Uh, well, that's that's the uh, that's it for this episode. We ran out of time. God, that was exciting. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Hey, uh, wait a minute. Is there something that you have to reveal? Scott? A special guest that's yeah. uh, appearing next week on the show. Who is it? Sitting in on the studio, a return guest, John Morrison. Ooh. John Morrison. Yeah. God, that's exciting. Very exciting. Who knows what we'll ask him? Who knows? 
He will get him involved with sketches and spoofs. Yeah, he'll sit in. We're gonna uh, have him sit in for our normal uh, routine show. The answers mm-hmm. you've wanted to know. So if you have some jerk tweets that you want to send to us and to John, you know, send them, send them our way. Hashtag jerk. T- jerk would it tweets. be wrong to say that there might be a, another special guest with him? Uh, his uh, his charisma. Yeah. <laughs> His his lavish mane, yeah, his oh, furry nice. jacket. Mm-hmm. If we get another guest, then it's a bonus. But yeah. at this point, we can guarantee John Morrison. Okay, and by Stone guarantee- Cold Steve Austin, <laughs> Andre the Giant. <laughs> uh, so thanks to Phil Ranta and the Comedy Podcast Network. Be sure to listen to other hilarious podcasts on the Comedy Podcast Network, such as the Sports 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 Podcast and Come to Your Senses. Go to www.audibletrial.com/slash/comedypodcastnetwork and get your free audiobook download. Check out Curtain Jerks on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Tweet us your uh, hashtag jerk tweets every week. And again, if you want to send John uh, some jerk tweets, that we'll pick our favorites out and read them on the podcast. And listen to Curtain Jerks on the ComedyPodcastNetwork.com, uh, Stitcher, and iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on there. It's so quick to do. It helps us out a ton, helps us get out to, to new listeners, and helps out... Uh, getting big guests like John Morrison being on the show and tell your friends about Curtain Drake. Spread the word. Spread the disease. The, the disease of our show. Yes. Let it let it go global. Laughter is infectious. Spread. Spread. That's an <laughs> epidemic of comedy. Epidemia. <laughs> so for Curtain Drake's, I'm Scott Narber. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Rick Canell. Have a great week. Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.